0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Hey everyone, Arita Skanda here. Alaam, welcome, Maleh, welcome. In Prakash Daniel. Hi, Matsaba here.
0: Hello, everybody, my name is Brian Tan. Take Superyan ha, ha. this November 26la Malaysia
1: the most important comedy show of 2022 is I've invited the best comedians to join me all of them were not free but these guys were Prakash Daniel Matsaba Brian Tan and that last name that's been dipped out I'm gonna work out who it is. A special guest. Get your tickets now. Selling out so quick, so quick. In fact, probably sold out. You can go and check. Sold out. So come, guess sorry for my beard. Good
0: afternoon. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Julia Jacobs. Comedy has been controversial recently, making the headlines for all the wrong reasons. But comedians Harith Iskanda, Mat Sabah, Prakash Daniel, and Brian Tan are coming together to let you know that Malaysia, it's still safe to joke and laugh. We are allowed to relax. So we catch up with Harith who joins me today. We're gonna to talk a little bit about the controversy, but also what's in store at the upcoming show. Welcome, Harith. How are you today?
1: I'm good, thank you very much. I'm not Excited. It's been a while since I've uh, been to this lovely BFM studio, but I'm gra- glad to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Lovely to have you. So, yes, you know, I think the last time we caught up with you on the station was probably like 2018.
1: It was prior to the pandemic. Yeah, uh, yeah. W- what a time. Yeah. What a time. <laughs> and we're still... I almost had another what a time moment tomorrow.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, um, I mean, talk to me a little bit about, you know, I, you've been so busy, you kept busy throughout, and, you know, what are some of the things that have been keeping you uh, yeah occupied, you know, throughout these past few years?
1: So during the pandemic, uh, things got even busier because my wife and I, Uh, accidentally uh, started an NGO (laughs) called The Hope Branch. Initially, it was just two of us responding to personal calls and messages that we got from, you know, people we knew who needed uh, aid and support, and we, we... just jumped out there and didn't got the police reports uh, police permits to travel and all and then we thought as everyone else else thought this is going to be over in three months we'll get back to normal blah 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 next thing you know it carried on the dem- the requests and demands grew grew more mm-hmm. we realized we can't do this ourselves we brought in friends they were supporting us financially as well because we used to put money ourselves then it grew even more and then we decided okay we need to make this official so we registered an NGO Pertubuhan Harapan Amal Harith Iskandar, commonly known as The Hope Branch and then well three years later we are still going uh, with all these um Support, to aid to to whoever um, is out there, and it's it's been an incredible journey. Uh, that We have got a very small team working on it now, but uh, yeah, it kind of uh, took a life of its own, and therefore I was never not busy during the pandemic.
0: Okay, I mean it's wonderful. And you did such good work, you know, really uh, going down to the ground and helping folks, and that was really good. Uh, I think you did some collaboration with Uncle Kentang as well, yes. all of that, right? I mean, those are the, the sort of people that you were working with. As it was well.
1: it, it was an eye opening experience, especially I'd been inverted commas down on the ground previously with uh, uh, Pratiwi and other groups. And, mm-hmm. you know, you drop in once every month or once every two months. And it's a, it's a hit and run. It's a touch and go. Yeah. But with the whole branch, literally, especially during the pandemic, it was daily. It was five, six, seven days a week. It was not just in the Klang Valley. It was Klantan, Penang, Malacca, Johor. Uh, we sent um, stuff over to, to East Malaysia as well. And then when, when you are doing this, at least as we were doing this full time back in, in a over those two years, you learn a lot. Which, uh, at the end of the day, is valuable because uh, it gives you a different perspective on life, uh, society, and uh, people in you know my country in general. So it's been a great experience, and it continues.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, and you know if anyone's listening and they are like keen to help out, you know, especially with the with the NGO, how can they do that actually?
1: Uh, so on Instagram, we are thehopebranch.my dot uh, my, okay. um, and also on Facebook, uh, they can reach out to us. Uh, on both those platforms... Um, and it's not uh, it's it's not difficult if you just type in the whole branch or Harithis or even my wife Dr. Jasmine Lim uh, many 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 links will pop out and so you will we'll definitely we ha- we have a volunteers group mm-hmm. uh, we have a um, uh, well we've got the website it's 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 it, it, as most people I personally don't go to to websites I'm always on the social media mm-hmm. but you can call the whole branch phone you can contact them at zero one nine seven zero nine three one zero three as well and we've got some wonderful volunteers a wonderful team and it's a it's a great uh, experience uh, and I'm very thankful to everybody who has not only volunteered, but also contributed over the years. Mm-hmm.
0: That's wonderful, Harriet. And, you know, I mean, that's what we saw, right? You know, Kita Jaga Kita, mm. everyone coming together. And I think even for comedians, you know, I mean, because it was a tough time for, for any performer. For, I mean, it was a tough time for everyone. But for those in, you know, in the performance sort of arena as well, it was extra tough, you know, with, you know, no income and all of that. And you also were helping other comedians, weren't you? Well,
1: so that's the thing. Uh, co- comedians, we rely on live shows. That's, yeah. you know, uh, full stop. And so with the two and a half years of live shows being shut down, in fact, live performances is one of the last sectors to be opened up. Restaurants opened up before live shows. That's right. Buskers were allowed before live shows, you know, but you had to be standing outside, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of the comedians, um, a lot of people, everyone struggled. Uh, and, and of course, my focus also is on comedians because I knew them personally. But at the end of the day, let me tell you this. There were many, many occasions when I was looking for volunteers during the pandemic and... A bunch of comedians who, you know, heard about it, showed up or contacted me. And I know that myself, that they're struggling themselves. But they were like, yeah, you know, let's go help. You're right. The word Kita Jagakita is a catchphrase. It's almost cliche at the moment. But I experienced it. on on another level on the ground and I still do. Mm -hmm. I I still do. Mm
0: -hmm. And you know, I mean, you of course know pretty much everybody, right? Uh, How is everyone coming back, you know, after these two and a half years? I think, I mean, things are definitely looking brighter, right?
1: Uh, It's, good. It's We're back. We're doing live shows. Um, everyone has picked up. Of course, uh, the two and a half years does not, not have uh, an effect in terms of economically, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, mentally as well, I would say, in, in terms of socially. So, you know, there were a, a few that fell by the wayside trying to help them pick themselves up again. But at the end of the day, we are glad to be working. We're glad to be out there and uh, people just want to Want to be seen to be, or want to feel that they're 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 worthwhile. What they do is worthwhile, and you know, working honest living. So I'm glad that uh, we are. I wouldn't say back to normal, but we are definitely in a better place than we were a year and a half, two years ago. Okay,
0: lovely to hear that. And of course, The Joke Factory, you know, is uh, up and running again. You know, so many shows happening there alone. Am I right?
1: Yeah, so The Joke Factory in Publica, my comedy club, which Mm -hmm. has been open since 2018. We used to do, pre-pandemic, we were doing six shows a week. uh, A week, uh? Yes, Monday (laughs) through to Saturday. (laughs) Crazy, Um, Now we're kind of down to about four shows a week um, for, for various reasons which include you know the economics of it all and you know staff and picking yourself up because you take a you take a bit of a loss during the pandemic so you can't throw back in all the resources immediately because you're already you know running at a uh, we' were not admittedly we're not running at a loss but you know you take a dent mm. so we pick ourselves up slowly we aim for the future we have a plan for the next two three years and One thing I'm most happy about is that comedians get to be on stage again and they get to practice their craft. At the end of the day, that's that's the only way to to live is to to practice what you do and get better at it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, having that audience interaction, Mm. you know, having that live feel, that's that's so crucial, isn't it? Absolutely.
1: People don't realize this. um, It's... Stand-up comedy is nothing without an audience. Literally, we did a lot of shows online. Yeah. I did Zoom, Microsoft Teams, Facebook. It's you know, you're talking into a, a <laughs> camera and you're looking at yourself and you're <laughs> assuming people are laughing. It's it's <laughs> if, if if anything, I'm feeling even more naked. Uh, because I'm getting nothing back. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. How do, I mean, how do you feed off the en- There's no energy to There's feed no energy. off. There's no energy. Right. There's no energy
1: to feed off. Yeah, it's as if you were interviewing me, yeah. but uh, you do your lines today, and then I'll come in and do my lines tomorrow. Yeah. you're like, what? How yeah. does that work? Yeah, so exactly. that is stand-up comedy.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But yes, things are looking good. Are so much better. And you've got this wonderful show coming up uh, just uh, next week. Actually, it's called Relaxla Okay, it's Relaxla It's Mal-
1: called La Malaysia. It's November 26th at Zep KL. Uh, anybody who, who does not know. Zeb Kale is the most amazing new, brand new live performance theater venue in town. Uh, it's uh, where the Lallaport uh, is. Uh, yeah. Everybody, if you know where the Lallaport is, that's where Pudu Jail used to be. So we're expecting to see a lot of Hantu's. <laughs> and the, of course, uh, <laughs> Malaysians. I'm not scared of Hantu. But the point is, it's going to be what I we call it the most important comedy event of 2022. Mm-hmm. That is not the elections. It's the, the second most comedy, important comedy event <laughs> But it's, it's 1,180 people, uh, four great stand-up comedians, myself, uh, not that I'm saying myself is the great one, but I, I'm going to be there, Mad Sabah, Prakash Daniel and Brian Tan, uh, who are amazingly funny and each of them has a different style. And the reason we, I say it's the most important comedy event is because, as you mentioned earlier, comedy's taken a bit of a hit in the last six months or so uh, with the with the crack house issue and all. And for a long time, I would have to admit, the comedians and my, even myself were like, "Okay, uh, can we joke about this? Can we not joke about that?" We got to look at ourselves. We got to reevaluate. And it got to a point where I, I suddenly stopped one day a couple of months ago and said to myself, "Hey, you know what?" Malaysians we love to laugh. We are actually the best at laughing at ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we lose this ability by getting too sensitive inverted commas, you know, this I feel that would be a great cultural loss to people and you know, there seems to be everyone is sensitive about one thing or another but at the end of the day uh, we're out to prove that, you know what, Malaysians we can laugh, we are allowed to laugh and in fact we need to laugh because uh, without laughing there's no way to handle what's going on out there.
0: I <laughs> couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. And maybe you want to talk to me a little bit or just to our audience members as well, uh, You know, who the three, uh, those three comedians are. So
1: we've got Prakash, Matt okay. and Brian. Yeah. So Prakash Daniels has been doing stand-up comedy for 10 years. Uh, uh, if you've been to any comedy club, any comedy show, uh, previously at the Crack House or the Joke Factory or any of the venues around uh, the uh, the Klang Valley, uh, you, you will have seen him. He's, He's what I what I would call, he's probably one of the most real comedians in terms of his storytelling, uh, his pace, his speed, and he's hilariously funny and like all good stand-up comedians, very self-depreciating. Mm-hmm. Brian Tan is, uh, looks like an accountant and is probably <laughs> one of the best joke writers I know. Uh, he... Is not as well-known as everybody else, perhaps, but I guarantee you once, if you begin to like Brian, you will fall in love with him because he's just so smart and and funny. And uh, this young gentleman called Mat Sabah, uh, interestingly enough, comes from Sabah. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I would never have I would never have made that connection. The most interesting thing about him, which I love, is he is from a small, small, small town, uh, what they call Pendalaman, which is inner, 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 uh, Sabah. Mm-hmm. So he, he literally It's a 13 hour journey From where he was born To Kota Kinabalu yeah. He's that kind of individual And yet he's carried himself out He's done nationwide comedy tours He's got a, a great audience That is growing in numbers And most interestingly Although he predominantly performs In Basa Malaysia uh, He he has picked up English And he can do a full English show In front of I've seen this In front of foreign audiences who absolutely love him okay. because of his authenticity, uh, and I, I'm going to you're going to hear me use the word authenticity a lot. The best comedians, including Prakash and and Brian, the what makes them great is their authenticity. When you listen to them, you leave feeling, I know this guy, um, I, I connect with him, and nothing about him was not real. Mm-hmm. So that's these are the three comedians I'm excited to introduce to to this. Hopefully. Uh, a completely new audience, but I know a lot of audience will come knowing knowing them as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And how did why did you want to bring this particular group together for okay. this show? Because
1: yeah. uh, I decided to myself, I'm going to get three of the best comedians that I know. So I called three of them. They were not available. So I got <laughs> these three guys. No, that's, uh, not quite. That's, yeah, almost not true. But,
0: uh,
1: okay, Here, here's the thing. When I, these three are good friends. They perform at Joke Factory many times. Mm-hmm. And I chose comedians based on merit, meaning they will not let the audience down. I know no matter what kind of day they're having, they've got great material. The audience will love them. And then when I sat back, um, serendipity or you might call it uh, whatever, it turns out, you know, Prakash Daniel is Indian, Brian Tan is Chinese, and Matsaba is Malay and East Malaysian, and, you know, I am... Up chong, champo, chendol and everything. So uh, it suddenly becomes, hey, look at this, you know, <laughs> Q Malaysian flag waving in the background. Wow, did you guys plan this? Uh, by the way, uh, if you're going to throw in that question, uh, why no female comedian, which is a question thrown at me by a press member. Uh, here's the thing, though. Like I said, I, stand-up comedy, number one, is very young in Malaysia. And if you think about it, and I will just name who are the who is... Professional female stand-up comedians. There's only two: Joanne kum and Shamine Northman, mm-hmm. which is uh, not right or wrong, but that's just the facts. And so, therefore, when when it comes to to choosing people, you've got to look at not just on who's a merit, who's available, who you know, who who can fit into the the time slot, and also. Uh, I'm not of the type of uh, person who chooses comedians based on gender because, for example, at the joke factory, pe- we we have open mics yeah. and people have s- some comedians that say, can we have a all-female open mic? And to me, I'm like, well, I don't call for an all-male open mic, so I don't see why I should call for an all-female open mic. Uh, not that I'm, it's just. That doesn't make sense to me. When you're on stage, I don't judge you whether you're female or male. I, As an audience member, are you funny? Mm-hmm. Full stop. Mm-hmm. There you go. Which is not, I'm not saying we haven't had all-female shows. We have. But we build them as, you know, uh, in That's that terms of branding. Mm-hmm. But I will not say I'm going to separate all females because uh, they are different or we are different. I don't look at it comedy that way. Mm-hmm. Are you funny? Full stop.
0: Okay, all right. It wasn't one of my questions yeah. anyway. I was—I uh, mean, I just—it just looks like a gathering of good friends, yeah. and uh,
1: it is a gathering of good friends and great comedians. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And um, I guess in terms of uh, what the audience can expect, I know you don't want to give away too much, but you know, talk to me a little bit about the material. You know, what are they? What can they look forward to? Okay, without Two, giving too much, with
1: the twofold. Uh, the show is on November twenty-six, which is exactly one week after the elections. Mm-hmm. So. I can guarantee you, even (laughs) though I don't even know what I'm going to be talking about in terms of the election results, uh, we are going to be talking a lot about that or, um, you know, having a lot of material about that. Interestingly, people are going to say, oh, uh, here's a question that is often asked to me by journalists. Why do comedians always pick on the government? Uh, Well, let's put it this way. Uh, For 22 months, Pakatan Harapan was the government back in the day, and we... Ended up picking on them as well. So it's not picking on a particular brand of government. We just comedians pick on the highest. What's what's the phrase? The highest something in the tree. The the, the tallest the tallest poppy. The tallest, tallest poppy. poppy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just how comedy works. So, regardless of whatever the election results are. Uh, and this is Malaysia, you can guarantee in the next week after the election, there are going to be, there's going to be a host of material floating around social media that we as comedians feel obliged and, in fact, it is our duty to, to bring it up and to say, hey, look at what this person did. I'm not going to call them any names, but regardless of who it is, boom, there's your comedy. Yeah. Although some people have noticed that politicians sometimes... Are funnier than us. They just they say something and as innately, com- right. and we com- as we comedians, we sit back and go, I could not have put that better. You you did my job. <laughs> so
0: Maybe. you can't write this. Yeah, right? you the can't job? write
1: yeah. some of the stuff. Yeah. It, people say, Hey, Arith, are you going to say something about what so and so did or said? And, and I'm like, I can't make it funnier. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, there's it's no, there's that's the funniest it can get.
0: So there's that. So there's uh, politics, of course, definitely. I think we'll all need a good laugh after this Saturday and after, you know, the last, I guess, you know, the last few months that we've been having. Um, um, and so there's for, there's also, we're just going to briefly mention it. There is a slight elephant in the room. There is going to be a special guest, right?
1: Yes, there's going to be a special guest, which. Uh, uh I guess uh, I will be open enough to say that uh, we cannot announce this person at the moment because we're still in negotiation with certain parties, Uh, nothing to do with financial, more to do with, uh, hmm, how shall I say it, Uh, um, any... Aftermath of said person appearing, he or she being very careful to <laughs> get, not give away <laughs> the game. Yeah, sure. But yeah, so yeah, it's. But that's not necessarily the point. But I can guarantee you, uh, when this person gets on stage, boom, mm-hmm. you're going to get double. Uh, what you think you're going to get in the first place. And you're going to get a lot anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, what's not to, to like? There's, you know, uh, four wonderful comedians yeah. and then a special surprise at the end, which we don't know about. But yes, there's a lot there. Uh, and again, it's happening uh, just next week. Uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, how folks can get hands on their, ticket, uh, their hands-on tickets.
1: Okay. Um, it's, of course, at the ZEPKL. The, the ticking number, uh, the easiest way that's for me cuz i i love whatsapp and i love calling is 013 7165 013 7165 and the uh you can go to ticket search just type in TicketSearch one word dot com and the show will be there so okay. TicketSearch is the platform that they can get tickets
0: okay and again just for, folks just look for Relaz La Malaysia so that's R-E-L-A-Z-Z-L-A-H L-A-H Malaysia four comedians with a special guest so five comedians will be on stage one night only November yes, the 26th one
1: night only and I just want to say a very short brief about what, why Relaz La Malaysia because uh, uh, Relaz is actually uh, it's, it's a main sponsor big shout out to them and it actually tied in because initially the show was called Relax La Malaysia I wanted to tell Malaysians hey everybody relax la and therefore it tied in automatically almost synergy wise with uh, this, this wonderful product and they jumped in because they love comedy as well and it fits in with Yes, the whole point of of doing this concert is guys, we need to chill where there's a little bit too much tension in the air. So everyone out there, just one night, just relax, La Malaysia.
0: Okay, excellent. And for two uh, lucky winners, uh, Harith is kindly giving away two pairs of tickets worth two hundred eighty-eight ringgit per ticket. We just got a small quiz for you. Just answer this question correctly. Give us the exact name of the show. And most importantly, you need to give us the correct spelling as well. I just mentioned it. Uh, not too long ago, so send me that correct answer, your full name and email address. Just send a WhatsApp message to zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. If you hear back from me, you are that luck. You are those two lucky winners. My thanks again to my guest Hariyaskanda. Before I let you go, you know we are heading to the polls tomorrow. Everybody, you know, has heightened senses. Everyone is, you know, feeling a lot of stress. Any message you'd like to share with Malaysians?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's. Strange, exciting, scary, nervous times, M- my personal uh, desire or wish is if you are going to complain, and as Malaysians, we love to complain, then the least you can do is go out and vote As long- and if you're registered. Don't complain if you don't vote. But if you vote, go ahead continue to complain and that's that's I think our duty as as Malaysians if we want to uphold the the cultural norm of uh, meng complaining kan. <laughs> so just vote and then complain
0: mm-hmm. and join you guys uh, on the 26th after that
1: too thank you so to much to
0: commiserate my thanks again to my guest I've been speaking to Harith Iskandar stand-up comedian again that show is Realize La Malaysia happening on the 26th just head to the uh, well, actually they can ho- uh, head to just ticket uh search for Realize La Malaysia and get your tickets there if you miss any out of a conversation today, download the podcast at bfm.my front-row or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.